Revelation chapter 19 from verse 11. Let's look at the horse. Every believer who will be ratchet, look, between the time of the rapture and the time of the actual coming of the Lord, a seven-year period, we call it the great tribulation. The actual coming of the Lord is sitting upon a white horse with all the angels. Heaven is coming down. Watch this. Now I saw heaven open. And behold, a white horse, and he who sat on it was called faithful, true, and in righteousness he judges and make war. Watch this. There's going to be the last world war that will affect the whole world. The whole world is going to gather around this tiny city of Jerusalem. The Bible makes it so clear that the whole world will fight against Jerusalem. You know why? Because Jerusalem is the eternal capital city of God. Jerusalem is going to be the capital city during the millennial reign where Jesus is coming to rule for a thousand good years on this planet Earth. I want you to look at this. The second coming, he sits. He's touching mountain olives. Zechariah chapter 14, verse 1 to 4. Let's look at that scripture. Zechariah chapter 14, verse 1 to 4. Behold, the day of the Lord is coming, and your spell will be divided in your midst. Yes, I will gather all nations to battle against Jerusalem. It's God who is going to gather all nations. It's not man. That the UN will be there. Every army in every country will be there. Watch this. The city shall be taken, the houses refilled, and the women ravaged. In other words, women will be abused. The soldiers, just like they go to Afghanistan during the Iraq war, some of the soldiers stupidly abuse some women, rape them. That day is coming again. The Bible said that half of the city will go into captivity. Because the war will be so fearsome against Jerusalem, against Israel. The army of Israel will be overwhelmed by the multi-national, international army. Watch this. Half of the city shall go into captivity. But the remnant, the next verse, the verse 4. If somebody, can you bring the verse 4? The Bible said God himself, Jesus, that day his feet shall stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east, and the Mount of Olives shall be split in two from the east to the west. Look, that day mountain Olives, as soon as his feet touches there, the Bible said the mountain shall be split 
into right down from the top of Mount Olives to the Dead Sea. There's going to be a great valley. And most of the soldiers fighting against the army of Israel will be falling into the valley. People will die like animals. That day the Bible makes it so clear in Revelation that the blood that will flow in Jerusalem will reach a horse bridle. You know horse. Huh. But I'm not com coming to preach about that. I'm coming to preach about the blessed hope. We didn't have time to go to the second phase. The actual coming where the whole world will mourn. You are not there is hope for us. Hallelujah. The Bible makes it so clear that Jesus is coming for those who are ready. I'm talking about the rapture now. Bible said that people are going to be caught up to meet Jesus in the air. <laughs> in the air. Watch this. That day you may be at work. That day you may be in the tomb. The tomb is most of the time jammed with people. <laughs> they pack us in the tomb like sardines. <laughs> Sometimes when I, I, I'm going out and I take the tomb, you see people, especially in the morning. Wow. You go to Victoria in the morning. Yes, people coming from outside London. People going out, out, out of outside London. The tube is filled with people. That day, you may be in the tomb. I drive on the motorway, Lord. That day, you may be on the motorway. That day, you may be flying in the air with a plane. That day, you may be at the workplace. That day, you may be sleeping with your wife. That day, you may be at restaurants. That day is coming very soon. I pray that you will not miss that day. I pray that you will be caught away to meet the Lord with us. There is hope for us. You remember Jesus promised the disciples in John chapter 14. He said, do not let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, also believe in me. In my father's side, there are so many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you that I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare the place, I will come back and receive you unto myself. Where I am, there you may be also. That day is coming. The Bible actually talks about that day when you are caught away, your body will be changed. You are not going to go in this vulnerable body. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. You are going to have a body of immortality. A body that does not decay. Yes, it's a special body. I want you to look at that scripture. That day of the rapture is going to be a trick of an eye. Everybody bring your eye. Bring it.
mein Gott. Hey, Chico. Of an eye. First Corinthians chapter 15. Verse 51. To 58. You can read all. A trickle. Bible says trickle of an eye. My God. First Corinthians chapter 15. Behold. I tell you a mystery. A mystery means secret truth. But you and I we are reading from the. It's not a mystery to us. Hallelujah. We shall. Not all sleep in other way, we shall not all die. But we shall be changed. My God, your body will be changed. Will be transformed automatically. My God, watch this. In a moment, in the twinkle of an eye, at the Lord trumpet, for the trumpet shall sound. And the dead in Christ shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. The Lord has said that therefore be steadfast, unmovable, abandoned in the work of God for your labor will never be in vain. Hallelujah. Your labor will never. Yes, if only you are faithful to the Lord. If only you are living a holy life. Retrocedent. Don't you know the Bible said that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. He's not coming for a corruptible, sinful temple. He's coming for a church without wrinkle or spots. Jesus said that, be ye holy. From what? I'm holy. My God, watch this. Without holiness, no one can see him. You cannot be taken on that day. If you are living in sin, you cannot be taken. This is going to happen very soon. Watch this. First Peter chapter 1, verse 14 to 16. But we say, Be holy. From holy, set yourself apart for God. Because it could happen at any time, it could happen. But as he who call you is holy, so be ye also holy in your conduct. Yes, be holy. Watch this. If you come to Hebrew chapter 12 verse 14, it talks about holiness. Hebrew chapter 12 verse 14, let's read that scripture. <laughs> As some people in the church Playing games with the Lord. Don't gamble with your life. <laughs> Christianity is not a gamble. I'm telling you the truth. This body is God's temple. Watch this. Hebrew chapter 12, verse 14. Can you open that scripture for me, please? Pursue peace with all people. A holiness without which no one will see what? The Lord. You see, even your prayer life, if you don't set yourself apart, don't expect God to reveal his glory in your life. Unless you confess your sins. Bible said that's why John 
1 John chapter 1 verse 5 to 10. Say, if you confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That scripture is not for unbelievers. It's for we believers. Because we live in a sinful world. And so sometimes your body becomes defiled. You watch certain things on the way. Today, pornography is everywhere. You watch your mobile, boom, something come up. Naked women, naked men. Yes. Now they are teaching our children a lot of stuff in the schools. You see, let me tell you something. When a nation, a government of a nation, legalize sin, then you should know that Jesus is coming. The judgment coming. The legal homosexualism, lesbianism, let me show you a scripture here. No homosexual will enter into the kingdom. No lesbian will enter into the kingdom. Watch this. It's very serious time that we are living in. Bible says, and my dear pastor's wife said that you know the truth. And the truth shall do what? <laughs> the truth shall set you free. Listen to the definition of homosexual. A person who is attracted sexually to members of his own sex. The Apostle Paul listed homosexuals among the unrighteous who will not inherit the kingdom of God. <laughs> And declare that God's wrath sent against such behavior, whether practiced by men or by women. Watch this. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. It's written there clearly. You come to Romans chapter 1, verse 26 to 27. He talks about lesbianism. God's wrath is upon nations. I pray that God will pour his spirit and wake up, wake us up from our complacency, from our sin, so that we live a holy life and righteous life. Bible said that righteousness is not a nation, but sin is a reproach unto any people. Hallelujah. Sin is a reproach. Watch this. It's going to shock the world that day on the rapture. My God. Almost about the whole population of this world, they say it's about 7 billion. Out of the 7 billion, the last time I checked, the Christians, including wishy-washy Christians, <laughs> I call them wishy-washy cut flower Christians, they are just over 2 billion. They are just, among the two, over just 2 billion, how many of them are truly born again? I was checking last week, Britain, the population of Christians in Great Britain, they said that's 59.9%, which is about 30 million. It's a lie. You, you are now, you know, it's a lie. Very few people are born again Christians. For instance, you're a pastor. I don't want to mention churches' name. The so-called main churches. Oh, I will mention. Because there, you go to Anglican. Churches. They are promoting homosexuality. Some, some priests are homosexuals. Watch this. I 
fanatical that these homosexuals, a woman had donated about one billion <laughs> to promote homosexualism. What's the thing that they give to them? L what? LGBT. What does it mean? <laughs> My God, watch this. <laughs> things are going to knock things. Hallelujah. Watch it. Listen to this. It's so interesting. I want to give you a case study here. <laughs> so far, there are three specific people who've been raptured to heaven. The first one is Enoch. Enoch, Genesis chapter 5, verse 22 to 24. Let's look at that scripture. History is going to repeat itself. Hallelujah. What it is? After he became Methuselah, which means Methuselah, who was 699 years before his death, Enoch gave birth to him. Enoch was with, with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. Take, take his zero. He had sons and daughters, which means he had family. He had a wife. We are going to see whether the wife and the children were wretched. If, if, if you have children, I pray that you teach the children the ways of God. You pray for them every day. My God, because some children are going to be left behind. Some wives and some husbands are going to be left behind. Hallelujah. What it is? The next verse. Enoch walked with God. And he was not. For God took him. The Bible says in New Translation, NIV, it said that he walked faithfully with God. He was so faithful. He had intimacy with God based upon holiness and righteousness. Yeah, you may say this Old Testament. The testimony, let's go to the New Testament. Hebrew chapter 11, the faith chapter, chapter 11, verse 5 and 6, the book of Hebrew. Why was he taken to heaven? Let's see the testimony that he had. If you want God to translate you to heaven, you are now you have to be faithful. Bible says faithful person who can find. Some of us you are not faithful to the task given to us in the churches. You are just, we just play games. What it is? Yes, by faith Enoch was taken away, so that he did not see death and was not found, because God has taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony. That he pleased the Lord. The next popular scripture, which is verse 6, he said that without faith, it is impossible to please the Lord. He who comes to God should believe that God is my God. He's a rewarder of those who seek him diligently. You got to see God diligently. Hallelujah. Yes, you are not, God is not coming for people with wishful thinking and, oh, is it going to happen? That day is coming. Watch this. The Bible says he was translated. What about the wife and the children? Why were they not translated? I don't know. The Bible says he alone, which means that something was not right in the home. 
pray with your wife as a husband? Do you pray with your children? <laughs> Do you know what our children are going through? Some of them, they watch selective pornography. Young boy approached me and said, I'm, I'm dying about this. It's killing me. Talking about f- pornography. Before you enter into the uni, they give you a pack. All my four children have been to uni. The two are still in uni. Paul and someone Paul, Psalm 28, Paul 24, they just finished their masses. David is in third year uni. Mary just entered into uni. And I have to sit her down. My wife had to sit her down and coach her. As soon as you go to the uni, they give you a pack. In the pack, there's a condom. <laughs> yes, they show you all the nightclubs. <laughs> so some of our children, if you don't pray for them, they will come out to be atheists. Unbelievers. Look. One of my sons, he used to play my drums. He knows every instrument. When they were young, I used to pass a church in Mitchell. We had two services. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. And in the morning, the children would go and arrange the instruments. One of them, he learned all the instruments. So I thought that they were all born again. <laughs> I thought that they were all born again. Then I started here getting some report from the school. And then Bevin, that Mr. Manti, your son is so rebellious if you don't come. Every month have to be in the school. So I call him, son, are you not a Christian? He said, I am. <laughs> I am, I'm a believer. Are you sure? The report that I'm getting from your school is not nice. Sometimes he will leave the school with his friends, go to the shops, take some, they will be on the bike. It's when he became true born again that he was telling me this. I told the teacher, they wanted to sack him. Give me one month. I went to God that God, yes, if my son is not saved, then I'll stop preaching the gospel. I prayed to the Lord. Within two weeks, he started me asking me some funny questions. Daddy, if there is God, why so much poverty in Africa? They paint Africa as if Africa is poor. Let me tell you, the richest continent in the world is Africa. Every mineral that we have in the world is in Africa. Why is it that people are suffering if there is a God? Then, within a week, he came to me, Daddy, I'm beginning to feel something in my body. I say, thank God. <laughs> yes, something is happening. Within a month, Jesus appeared to him. My God, his love was radically transformed. He preached in the school. He took over the SU department. The room they gave to them could not contain the students. He will pray for the students. They will be filled with the Holy Spirit. So they gave them him the, the pack. And when he's preaching, the lecturers, the students, everybody will listen. 
before he finished in the bathing, the chancellor of the school called his said, Paul, I want you to come to my office. Within a short time, we've seen a change in your life. Which uni are you going? He said, Kingston. What subject are you going to do? He said, journalism. He promised him, I will pay all your books till you finish uni. Hallelujah. So for the three years, Paul never bought. I don't know even the price. He just listed the names of the books. If you go to his bedroom, journalism books here and there. Hallelujah. When you enter uni, there are two main fellowships. The English Christian Fellowship and the black one. He attended all of them. He said, Dad, the English one is a bit which what she's called. The black one, the leader has a boyfriend. So I have to start my own. Within a month, he registered his own ministry in the school. They invited me to preach sometimes almost about 70 students on fire. Yeah. Sometimes when we are praying, people on the floor, the fellowship is still going on. Hallelujah. What am I saying? You got to pray for your family. Pray for your children. Jesus is coming very soon. Hallelujah. Bible says he's coming like a thief in the night. My God, I give all praise. Revelation chapter 16, verse 15. He's coming like a thief in the night. Unexpected. <laughs> Watch this. Behold, I'm coming as a thief. Behold, he who watches and keeps his garment, lets him walk naked. And they see his neck. Shame. Peter talks about that. Second Peter, chapter 3, verse 10, from 7. Watch this. The earth is mourning. Do you know that this earth is given to man? We are all tenants. Whether you have your mortgage or what, renting, you have, every human being is an immigrant from the mother's womb. Bible says, naked did we come, and naked shall we go. If you don't believe this, read Psalm 139, verse 14 to 16. Yes, he said, your eyes did seem and suffer, yet you have been unperfect. <laughs> What it is, my God. Huh. The Bible makes it so clear that this earth is mourning, is crying for the manifestation of the sons of God. He's waiting for the rapture to take place. The earth has become so polluted, so corrupt. I want you to look at Romans. Chapter 8, verse 18 to 23. This earth, his time, is up, is shaking. That's why we see tornado, earthquakes. Yes. Why is it happening? The earth is tired of human beings. And God has promised this earth, I'm going to liberate you. It's not clear in the Bible. Look at Romans. <laughs> Chapter 8. <laughs> Bring it on the board. Look at this. I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. For the endless expectation of the creation eagerly waits 
for the revering of the sons of God. Continue. For creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subject it in hope. There is hope for the earth. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of what? Corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Watch this. Verse 22. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pain until now. This morning, the neighbors, not only that, we who also, who have the first fruit of the spirit, even we ourselves grown within us eagerly, waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our bodies. Even we believers, we are growing, we are crying, sicknesses, Christians who are sick. Yes, what it is, this we have been so busy. Yes, a very close friend of mine, a pastor friend, the brother, sick of kidney disease, and his cancer has just been involved. And doctor said there's nothing that they could do. He called me, Pastor. Come, you go with me to pray. We went to the house. We spent about three hours. This house in London. I was crying like a baby. I said, We got to anoint him. You got to have communion. And then the brother said, Pastor. Can you pray for him to receive the Holy Ghost? So this year that I've been in the church, he's not filled with the Holy Ghost. Within an hour, 30 minutes, this guy was filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Then the Lord, he will not going to die. Hallelujah. Watch this. You need to pray for ministers. A young pastor that's anointed. How many minutes? One minute. Hey! Everybody say, hey. <laughs> my God. I haven't gone to my half-four-case studies. <laughs> my God. You look at don't look into the nose. Huh. One minute. Pastor Joe told me that I have to give me 40 minutes. Is that the 40 minutes? Hey! <laughs> my God. <laughs> Enoch was taken to heaven. The second person was Elijah. <laughs> so let me summarize it quick. Hallelujah. Elijah was taken to heaven without testing death. <laughs> second Kings chapter 2, verse 1 to 14. When he was about to be taken to heaven, he told his servant, Elisha, the Lord sent me to Jericho. Wait for me. He said, no, as long as the God or have they lived, so I'll go with you. He said, the last time he took Gilead, he said, no. The last time he said, wait. The last time he took Jordan, he said, no, master, I will follow you. The ridge of Jordan. Then Elijah took his mantle, <laughs> hit the river, and it split into two. The crossover. Then he asked Elijah, what do you want me to do for you? He said, Master, I want double portion of your power. He said, if you see me go, it will happen. And straight away, heaven was split. 
He saw chariots, horses on fire coming from heaven. And Elijah was taken by a wind, who is a symbol of the Holy Ghost. Bible thank God for your pastor. You know the teaching that he's been giving for the past one month about the Holy Ghost. Do you know that the Holy Spirit has sealed you for the day of redemption? Therefore, Bible said, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. This body is going to be quickened by the Spirit of God. And you are going to be translated to meet the Lord in the air. Elijah second, the third one, Jesus, when he was about to go. They were walking. I've been to Israel, so I know how they walked. He was talking with them. After 40 days, in Acts chapter 1, 8 to 11, he said, you shall not. You shall receive the Holy Ghost. You shall receive power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you'll be my witnesses in both Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, unto the uttermost part of the world. Hallelujah. Yes. And Bible says, as he was walking, the rich mountain olives. If you go to mountain olives now, I've been there on several occasions. I lived there for two years. From where Jesus ascended, there is a mark there. As he was talking to them, gave them the last mandate. Go into the world and preach the gospel. Unto every creature, he who believes and baptized shall be saved. But he who does not believe shall be damned. And as we were talking, he was taken to heaven. Watch this. Dead. The next one is the church. <laughs> I've given you the scriptures. Bible said that our citizenship is not on this planet earth. Philippians chapter 3 verse 20 to 21. He said this verbal, this weak body is going to be changed. Yes. You have two citizenship. The temporal one, which is this planet earth. The eternal one, which is in heaven. Are you ready for the coming of the Lord? If you want to go, number one, you got to be faithful. Number two, you got to live the holy life. Number three, you got to be obedient to the great commission. Number four, you need to be filled with the fire of God. I pray that the anointing of the Holy Spirit will fill you, clothe you, energize you, so that you don't become weak. Shall we be upon our feet now? Hallelujah. My God, I pray for your children. I pray that you will not be left behind. I pray that the Spirit of God will cook your mortal body on that day. I pray that you'll be faithful to the way. Look, sometimes spend the whole night praying, and when the, the prayer in the morning was started, I told Pastor Joe, my life is prayer. So I wouldn't have time to join the morning prayer. Before, about almost two months now, sometimes I pray at 2 4 o'clock, and the host of the AGM joined the line prayer. And as I joined, it energizes me. Even though I pray my own prayer, I will encourage the church to join the morning prayer, the afternoon prayer, the evening prayer. It will help you a lot. I'm telling you, 
You'll be energized, you'll be encouraged. You can't pray in your home and be all right. It's good to pray on your own, but when you get the church, my God, there is somebody here. You are so weak in your faith. Even prayer is a problem. Reading the Bible is a problem. Can I pray with you this morning? If you are here, there is somebody here. You have a family who is sick. I want to pray with you. I give no praise, Lord. There is somebody here. You are involved in pornography. My brother, my sister, be careful. There is somebody here. You feel so discouraged sometimes. You don't feel like coming to church. I want to pray for you. If you are here, we look quickly come up. Can I pray for them? Or we, Pastor, can I pray for them? Or we have to finish? What time? I can pray for them now. Everybody begin to pray. The Spirit of God strengthen me. I had the message. Strengthen my faith, oh God. And if I hear you need a prayer, I want you to come forward. My God, Lord Jesus, I give no praise, oh God. My God, Lord Jesus, touch your people with the spirit of encouragement. Find the touch in them, oh God. I give no praise. With the mysterious team, look at my help. You need strength. <laughs> you need strength in your prayer life. Find that strength in your daughter. Strengthen your daughter. Strengthen your daughter. Strengthen your daughter. Strengthen, be strengthened. Find her. I pray that you increase your sunset. My God, increase in faith. Increase in faith. Father, in the name of Jesus. My God, and this. Father, I pray for inner strength. My God, inner strength. In the name of Jesus. Inner strength. Inner strength. Yes. Father, Lord Jesus, your son is strength. The power of God. Touch, touch your God. My God, touch, transform His life for your glory. What you touch? 